Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Amory School. We're back again. That's it's right. Me, it's Molly. Cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. We're here. We're here to uh, finish the Afterman. That's right. There's there's nine more Aftermans songs. Yeah, and we've listened to them. <laughs> We're here to we, them. we sure did. We I've listened. I've I'll I'll be honest with you. I've listened to them a number of times. It, this is a good album. Just not to get ahead of ourselves. This is yeah. a good fucking album. It's a good album. Molly, how you been? How you been? Uh, I'm I'm doing good. We're almost done watching Twin Peaks season two. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm living a good life right now. I want to just watch some nice television. Uh, and obviously I'm gaming. You know I'm gaming. Oh, I know you're gaming. I don't even know what I I don't remember what game what I are was you playing. <laughs> I know you are gaming like. As a state of mind, uh, I <laughs> have I have unfortunately been playing like multiple Borderlands games since we wow. last d- recorded a podcast. I know, that's, I know, that's unfortunate. Uh, Mostly for you, not really. Well, unfortunate. I mean, for it me. was fine for me. Uh, the I mean, Prey made me more mad than Borderlands ever will. So, <laughs> well, you, you don't expect anything from Borderlands. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. I know what it's gonna be. I know what I'm getting myself into here. You're gonna you're gonna pick up. But here's what's gonna happen: you're gonna pick up Borderlands, and you're gonna be like, "Well, this is fine. The shooting could be better, but it's fine. It could be. I wish I get a every I get character a drone to shut that the fuck shoots up. guys. Yeah, everybody yeah. shut up. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's fun to go to an area and shoot everyone with my friends. It is. It's it's a good time. I like it when the numbers get bigger. Uh, I like it when there's a new gun on the ground, and I go, "Oh man, that's orange. Check that out." <laughs> which which <laughs> Borderlands crazy. are you playing? Uh, I played three, and then I also played that teeny, uh, Tiny Tina's game. Uh, how is that Tiny Tina's game? Because it seems, like, lethal. Like, lethally cringe. Uh, it's... I feel like... Yes, okay, so yes, it is lethally <laughs> cringe. I will I will grant you that. I do also think that there's a part of it that's very earnest. Um, but, uh, additionally, they traded out grenades for, like, magic spells, which is way more fun. Uh, that just do like, you sometimes you drop a meteor on a guy sometimes you shoot little dragons at guys uh and uh, the uh the classes are pretty neat and you can just switch them out instead of like you make the one type of guy so like you just design a guy and then you pick which class you want to be and then you can pick any other class along with it and swap the second class out at any time it's pretty cool well, that's something they should have done three games ago. It is, but you know what? Whatever they got there, that's fine. Plus the, yeah. I mean, in the in the basic games, you can you can stat into each of them, and you can restat at any time because they usually have three different trees per guy. Uh, but this is just six individual trees you can mix and match. Okay, well that sounds. F- I just, I mean, the problem is, you know, I see that and I nod and I go that I could see that being enjoyable, and then I remember that it's like. Ashley Birch going, we got the epic unicorn sauce made of guns! And I'm that like, I true. could die. I she could fucking die right that. now. Yeah. Yeah, but see, when you're doing that, I also have just like some sports videos up on my other screen. So like when I'm not <laughs> shooting guys, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. You watching like, oh this, yeah, um, wow. NBA highlights, that's crazy. I send you this uh, YouTube video that's like cricket explained for baseball people. <laughs> <laughs> actually watched one of those already i got recommended that today i was like i should send that to molly later <laughs> i uh i have a i have a child's understanding of cricket now what do you understand about cricket 
I, I just know how, you know, you run back and forth, you hit you hit the ball. If it goes outside, you get X, like six number of points or whatever. What's an uh, over? I don't fucking know what an over is. Okay, so very low understanding. I'm telling you, I have a child's understanding of cricket. <laughs> <laughs> What's an LBW? <laughs> I'll bet the uh, light blow g- w- gun from <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter. Light blow a gun. <laughs> Everybody knows that one, Jackson. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, uh, John Boy actually posts cricket videos now because he started watching cricket. Amazing. Yeah. So you could you could find some John Boy cricket content if you're really looking for that. I was watching a John Boy thing, and like it cut to the John Boy office, and I was like, I guess John Boy is like, and I understand it's a very successful YouTube channel, and he's you know. I understand yeah. that he's like corporated up enough to have an office, but then I I see it and I'm like, what are you fucking? He makes these in Windows Movie Maker in three minutes. What do you have an office for? Yeah, this is not uh, that difficult. Um, I understand just because this is the main product and he's like licensing a million podcasts. It's like a small media company at this point. Yes, uh, it is. But I I don't think of that when I'm watching John Boy go. Yeah, uh, then he goes over there and you see he makes this thing and he this guy's saying fuck off no. And <laughs> <laughs> when he's doing his lip reading videos, he's doing his lip reading videos. Which granted, he's very good at it. it. I don't think I he can is do very it. Good but at that. I, I yeah, because I'm like I couldn't be able to tell. But then he says what it is. I'm like it does. It does look like they're it saying does look that. Look like that. That's so true. Uh yeah, I mean the reason yeah the reason he has the office is because he's hired a bunch of people now. Uh, to do other podcasts and make uh, money for them. Like, some of the Rockies announce team works for him also on the side. It's kind of weird. Weird, sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I, I know there's a, whole, there's a whole thing behind the scenes, but I, I only see him talk over unedited clips of yes, whatever the hell. Of baseball or whatever baseball, sport have you. Or Fun Sports Fridays. Oh, I, miss, I miss Fun Sport. For, John Boy, please, I've been begging you for two years, bring back Fun Sport Friday. <laughs> bring back Fun Sport Fridays. I want to watch more Ultimate Frisbee, but not that much. <laughs> I don't want to watch Ultimate Frisbee, like, for real. I no, want I wa- you to watch Ultimate Frisbee. I want you to Frisbee. watch it and tell me that it was cool. <laughs> you understand. Yeah. Uh, my my work. I will not disclose where I where I work. Uh, but they do sponsor an ultimate frisbee team, and they're like, "Hey, we got free tickets for ultimate frisbee for uh people who work here on like June 5th. And I was like, "Maybe." But then I was like, "No, it's a weeknight. I'm not going." There. No. Uh, that's that's ridiculous. Anyway, that's a story about how I don't get paid COVID hazard pay, but they do sponsor ultimate frisbee. <laughs> fucked up it's fucked up out here uh but yeah i mean otherwise otherwise yeah borderlands is lethally cringe but it's still pretty fun i downloaded all the devil may cries it's nice to uh, have them just sitting there because i've never played them before they're good you should have you'd have a good time yeah that's why i downloaded them so uh yeah now i i downloaded the hd collection on xbox it's like okay great and then like literally that same day without me knowing it went on the same sale on pc on humble with a bunch of other games and i was like fuck yeah yeah look that's that's life that's just how it goes the worst part is they um like made changes to the switch port to like 
in Devil May Cry 3, it's got uh, real-time style select, which is a thing everyone's wanting for ages. It's like a hacky PC mod that does it. Didn't put it into the other versions. You have to play on Switch, which, which has worse input delay. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play no. a game on the Switch. I'm not saying anyone should. I'm just saying, why did you not put that into all the versions? What the fuck is going on over oh, there? Oh, yeah. Capcom? No, I agree with you. I'm not I'm not touching the Nintendo Switch. It's been right here next to my desk. It's right here sitting on my computer as it has been for the last two years with me not touching it. <laughs> I know for a fact what the next Switch game I'm going to play is. Is it Pokemon It's going to be fucking Pokemon. Yeah, it's fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be playing Pokemon... No, no, I'm not going to play my Switch until Pokemon. I don't think there's anything that's coming out on the Switch that I would go out of my way for. Like, I could have lived the life where I went all in on Xenoblade, but I didn't. So that's I'm just true. letting that one go. One day I, I will play all of them. I thought about it. I thought about it, and then it was like July, and I was like, that's too. I've already missed the boat. I can't yeah. catch up for Xenoblade. I just let that go. Try to not get ruined by whatever happens in this game too much, and then play them in three years. <laughs> I, um, I. I thought about the other day because a bunch of people are replaying Three Houses because of that new game that's coming out, and I was like, I don't know, am I am I brave enough to play Three Houses in 2022? Why do you need to be brave to? What, what part it of that sucks. requires bravery? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't go here. I don't understand the controversy. My controversy, I'm the broken one. I understand this. I want the weapon triangle. That game does not feature the weapon triangle. It pisses I me off. I learned this. I learned this recently. I was like, wait, not even... I knew it, like, changed in things, but the weapon triangle is, like, getting I feel like that's the core. Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, uh. So, I've played, I've played a number of Fire Emblem games, and I like that series. Um, I'm not going to say, like, I go to bat for it all the time, uh, but, like, I tried to play Three Houses once, and I got like five missions in, and I'm like, why isn't my sword guy whooping this axe guy's butt as easy as it always is? That's uh, what the game's about. Yeah. You send the that, right guy to go kill the guy. That is the Fire Emblem game. I mean, that's not what Fire Emblem Three Houses about. Fire Emblem Three Houses is about fan art. It's yeah. It's mostly about being fake persona. It's mostly about we made some guys. Yeah, which I guess is fine. I guess you could make guys. Uh, which, yeah, I don't go here, but I, I guess I also enjoy when there are guys. There seem to be too many guys in Fire Emblem. There's a lot of guys in that game. I feel like it's a very diffuse amount of guys. Like, everyone gets one or two personality types. Uh, yeah. And then and then you got to go on to the next guy. <laughs> uh, but I, I have no opinion. I, don't, I have not played Three Houses, so I can't, like, get mad at it or the other way. I just yep. don't know. I just do not know. That's fine. I've not really been doing. It. I've just been doing things for other podcasts, which sucks. It sucks when I'm like, well, what are you doing? Well, I, you know, I'm playing some games and then I uh, watched all of Common Rider O's, but that's for another podcast. Yeah, you can't Rider talk about O's. that here. Yeah, I haven't watched any Common Rider O's except for the combo movie with Forza. Um. Yeah, I'll have to watch that soon because I, you know, is that included? Post- it's po- well, not not in not in this this podcast, but after okay. this podcast, I can do the future stuff. Uh, but I guess it's probably I probably should just not shouldn't watch that without watching Forza. So yeah, it comes I, it comes like twelve episodes into into Forza. So okay, so know, it's not like a, no, it's not yeah. that bad. Um, one day I'll do that, but uh, I've got I've got half a game to watch. Man, there's so much fucking Common Rider. There's too much. You of have it. to watch more Common Rider. Is what you need to do. I have to go back to Gaim after I'm done with all this, and I've got Mother Three to play. Um, have you Have you started Mother Three? 
I have not started Mother 3. I will rip. start it rip, like, rip, rip, rip. over this weekend. I have no idea um, how long Mother 3 is, but I'm, I'm still like, oh man. It's like 20 hours. Look, it's... I can... Pl- in the same way that I can get through all of a Comrade in a week, I can play it in a week. It's just been like... Yeah. My... The choice I made was I burned a week and a bit on playing Pokemon Emeralds, which is not scheduled for any of my podcasts, but then just like crunches all my podcast work. Because that's... That the life I live is that all my media consumption is directed around my fucking job. I made yeah. my hobby my job, which is better than making my job my job, but still sucks. Yeah, it's still not great. I'm not here to be like, oh, it's so hard for me. I watch anime for my job. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's a fucking awful thing to say that I would never do. So I I maintain self-awareness. So occasionally someone like does that and will go on Twitter and say that and be like, you don't understand the plight of content creators. And then everyone just like unloads. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, John boy. It must be so hard going to a bunch of fucking baseball games, asshole. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't say this, but um, no, he didn't say that. But I would get his. He ass did say he did. like, "Oh, this union." <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, got yelled at for that one. He did. Anyway, do we have anything else to to just bullshit about? Oh right, yeah, we do. Coheed and Cambria released a new fucking album. No, they did not. <laughs> they have not done that yet. Uh, oh shit, they haven't done that yet. <laughs> that's that's like three weeks away. <laughs> I know. It's still two weeks. It's two weeks out from this uh, recording. I don't know why they didn't just drop the damn thing. Yeah, uh, because because it's clearly everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) I was avoiding the leak for a while, and then it was just like everywhere. So I was like, I'll I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. Uh, Here's here's the here's the fucking situation. So, uh, Vaxis Two originally was supposed to come out like May twenty first or something like that. I think that was the date. Uh, But because of like vinyl issues for their pressing when they were going to send out the albums, they're like, "Fuck, we can't get it to people in time." Uh, So instead of saying like, "Hey, the vinyl edition's delayed," they just delayed the entire release. Uh, But that didn't stop like places from getting the digital version that they were supposed to release in May. I yes. think that must. I, I mean, that must exactly. be what happened. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened, but I'm fairly sure it was something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so I anyway, you can go if you if you want to listen to the new Coheed album. It's probably not very hard to find. I mean, by the time this is edited, it's probably almost out. Like for real. That's probably true. I think it's June twenty second. Yeah, June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth. And it's the tenth now, so it's two, two weeks, weeks away. from today. Yeah. So, based on my editing history, it could already be out. Anyway, I've listened to so much of it. <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. Here's the fucking deal, Molly. They did it. They made they a good it. album. They fucking did it. Holy I shit. thought Vaxis 1 was fine. I, I thought it was better than you thought it was. Yeah. I was generally a hater on that album. Like, I, I like toys, right? Yes, you do. Um, you do like toys. So true. And I liked um old whatever old that flames. one. Yeah. Old Flames. That was fun. But generally, I was like, it's a bit slow. Uh, the production sucks. Where it is a bit hooks? slow. The production does suck. And half of the songs on this thing just fucking blow. Yeah. I'm looking at the track. There are 50, There are 15 songs on this album, Jackson. Yeah, it's like, on how long is it? Unheavenly Creatures. Unheavenly Creatures is like an hour long. I'm trying. No, uh, longer let's than see. That. One hour and 19 minutes. That is too much 19. album. Too much album. Vaxxus 2, on the other hand, 13 tracks. I think uh, it comes in at a crisp 58 or something like that. 53 minutes. Oh, yeah. Premium. That's, much so that's, like that's, films should be 90 minutes. Album should be... About slightly, an hour. 
<laughs> you know what? I'd say around 45 minutes is, is your, your length. Well, it depends on the genre. If you're doing like a rock album, there's a lot yeah. of upbeat stuff. Uh, between half an hour to 45 minutes is the usual. Coheed have a lot of kind of longer, more proggy songs sometimes. Uh, not They're not a prog band, like some people like to say. They're just fucking not. They're a pop rock band. Uh, but they do do slightly longer songs so they can push it up a little higher. Uh, but like even Good Apollo, right, which is a classic album. There's some bits it of drag in that. hour 11. Yeah. Little, oh my god, Vaxxus 1's longer than Good Apollo? Yes. Oh, oh, no wonder no one... Oh, that did yeah, not satisfy. No yeah, listen, I understand why you were a hater about it. <laughs> I, uh, I just thought the songs that were good were better than the, than you got the credit for. Vaxxus 2, however, it's just pretty good. It's just a good album. It's just a good album. Oh, is Coheed's... Is Coheed, or it, I guess it's Claudio's cover of Adele's Hello is on Spotify? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is. Huh, weird. Okay, anyway, Vaxxus 2. <laughs> uh, do you want to just talk about this thing? Cause, yeah, we need to talk about it. Uh, here's, here's the fucking deal. Claudio has realized that he just likes doing a bunch of different stuff at this point. <laughs> yes. uh, and none of these songs <laughs> are the same. Well, two of these songs are literally exactly the same okay, song. Two Com- of them are Comatose exactly the same. and the Liars song, uh, the Liars Club, are identical songs. <laughs> Pretty much, but you know what? They both they're fucking both, bang. They both so. it's, a, yeah, it's a good so. song. <laughs> they're allowed to play it twice. The same fucking song. Um, I think this album uh, is very sweet in a way. Uh, he's come a long way from wanting to kill women. I'll say that. <laughs> There are parts of it that are very sweet. There are other parts of it that are like, if you really want to read into these lyrics, you could do a lot. You could, you, could, you can do a lot. This album's insanely divorced. Claudio, not yes. divorced. So, and I'm, I'm like, because it's going, the, the lyrics are written in such a way, I'm like, what's the story? What's not the story? What's him just talking about being on tour? Nothing, because he's not on tour. Okay, he's not on we're tour. in uncharted territory here. Well, uh, he is on tour. <laughs> sure, but like, I, maybe when there he's writing a, this album, he was not on tour. There is a distinct lack of songs about being on tour on this album. And a That's lot of true. songs about not being on tour and being in a relationship where you don't love the other person anymore. <laughs> uh, the thing about being on tour is that's what happens when you run away from the, the, the star supremacy. That's the, yeah, that's this, the analogy, question mark. <laughs> we, do, we do have... Uh, the as predicted uh, Claudio's autism dad epic. Yes. But he here's the fucking this. problem is it fucking goes. It goes. I actually quite like it. I think all the like dad stuff is kind of sweet. It um, is. I just think it's I just think it's genuinely nice. And like the we say autism dad stuff and I'm like I have no idea about his actual son. I can't tell. Yeah, if I don't like, know anything about Atlas. I can't tell if he's, like, writing about this because it's an experience, or it's, like, a sci-fi conceit to make a special boy because of how he feels for his son. Uh, it just won- it, it could totally wander into that direction completely accidentally with no bio- The only you know, reason we, reason. like, landed on this is because he mentions it in that one interview we talked about on a, an episode a while ago. Well, uh, let's Where be clear. they, like, talk about that book because they were yes. reading up on autism, and it was just such a weird thing to just bring up in the middle of this interview. Uh, Yep. Let's be clear, even if we had not done that, I probably still would have called uh, Window of the Waking Mind, the song, uh, a bit of an autism dad song. It is a bit <laughs> of an autism dad song. the lyrics to that are on one. 
They are. Let me find the let me find the lyrics. Let me find the lyrics. Um, the the reason we found out that the album had leaked is because all the lyrics were on Genius already. <laughs> we were like, why are all the lyrics here? And what then the fuck we were is like, going oh. on? <laughs> we just found on a, every single website. I was like, here's a video of the music. And I'm like, okay, I'll just yeah, here. To this. You want to listen to this? Um, Here's a simple story, and I hope I tell it well, of a boy locked in his place, his mind the very cell, imprisoned with his wild visions of every time and space, there's no one in the world quite like him. That's, I've made a sci-fi autism kid. Whether that has any, like like, like I say, as always, whenever we do these, like, readings of kind stuff, I'm like, this is mostly about the texts of the work and the, you know, no, I'm not trying to like get insight into Coheed, uh, not Coheed, into Claudio's life. Uh, it's about the worldview presented by the works themselves. Yeah. Uh, and this <laughs> literally comes off like the fucking um, Dream Theater album, uh, which you don't know shit about, but there's a Dream Theater album called Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence or something, and there's like an yeah. autism song on that. Okay, I didn't uh, know there- that has so. One of my friends in high school fucking loves Dream Theater. Okay. Uh, I don't talk to this person anymore, but I am familiar with the idea. Uh, that song's called Solitary Shell, and it's also very hilarious. Like, Got it. <laughs> Rockstar's uh-huh. trying to write about autism. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things about this. And, like, clearly in the story, the kid is, like, much like when Claudio did this in you know the original albums the kid's a special boy but because instead of being 19 when he writes it he's like 40 now we it's far more from this these this album's far from the perspective of the dad being like what's it like to have this like weird special kid that no yeah. one understands um and honestly i think it's better than being 19 and being like what if my sister died with a hammer <laughs> <laughs> damn that would be fucked up wouldn't it that would be so fucked up um yeah so we window of awakening mind is the is the closing track on the album uh, and it it's the most like it's the most early Coheed closing track that they've done in a long time, or at least they mm. have like executed on it. I don't think that's true. No, what was like? I understand what, what you're saying. I, yeah. I agree with the thing. I think this is like nothing Coheed's ever done before. Uh, I mean, kind of. The, so normally you get the big epic song with these like choruses that are returned to. This instead is like multiple small sections that it flits between uh there's a narrator there's a narrator in this song like explaining things to the audience yes, it's, giving it's you Vaxis. context you may know him you may know but like this well, is no, i guess the very beginning of the song i have no idea who that is and then vaxis comes in after that well yeah because there's a bit where he says and so concludes the chapter as my parents unwrangle the blah blah blah, blah. uh but there's all there's also like a theatrical narrator yes in this like song. at the very beginning because uh, being like, I'm telling the story, I hope to tell it well, etc, etc. Yeah. Um, and this is the first time in Cohen history where I am listening to the song and I understand <laughs> there's actually a story behind and he it. Sa- he said, I'm telling you the story, are you ready? <laughs> and he says, and this is what's happening, and he- I'm like, my god, you could have been just writing fucking musical theatre songs this whole time, Claudio! And I'd yeah, they're really it. good, also. Yeah, I really like the song, I think the song's great. Uh, I do, I do too. This is This is, is definitely the highlight for me. It is funny that this song comes after the end of the album. Like the rest of the album is just normal Coheed songs where they're just pop songs about whatever. <laughs> and then suddenly this last song is like, uh, okay, well he's going to the Star Supremacy and they're running away and all the doctors around the galaxy couldn't figure out their diagnostic leads. And I'm like, but bro, 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 that's crazy. To introduce. That's good. Well, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because this is very clearly like a recap of the rest of the album. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> He's uh, like, okay, so yes. if you didn't get it, um, it's it's again cannot stress enough uh, how sweet the especially the end of the song is. Uh, yes, uh, with because if you're just looking at the lyrics, I'll take you home, this child of ours. I'll take you home with all my love. I'll give you the world and keep no secrets from you. Uh, you said that it sounds like divorced dad. Uh, well, like, no, the divorced dad stuff is really like, um, love murder one and, uh, something else. Oh yeah. I just remember you saying something about divorced dad in this song, but maybe I miss um, Maybe I misunderstood. No, this, this song was far more, this, I, I think my post was more about like the line, uh, am I wrong? Or did he save me? Shine your love on all this crazy. Where yeah. he's talking about the weird, like this this like neurodivergent child has taught me the ways of life uh and i'm like <laughs> okay that's wild um, that's, that's wild claudio um there is a lot of uh you know it's okay to cry it's okay to be scared you know et cetera, yes. et cetera, throughout the album which i thought is i think i just think it's nice yeah like you can still pull on threads and be like here's all the ways that coheed's problematicness seeps in which is true but i just think kind of earnest dad album is a better look than some of the other stuff absolutely uh, definitely like when we go back to the aftermath it's all anxieties about going on tour and what if my wife fucks someone else yes wouldn't this, that is be gonna, the wor- like, <laughs> this is gonna be quite the juxtaposition here um i i generally think this stuff is uh really really good mostly uh really um, good and i think it uh genuinely conveys growth Good, good album. We just yeah. liked it. Yeah. Also, half the songs are bangers. Half the songs are bangers. Uh, a disappearing act is out of left field for Coheed. I've never heard them do anything like this. There's only like two songs I'm like sometimes skipping. What? Uh, where do you? What are you skipping? I'm skipping Blood, probably. Blood and Batman. Yeah, Blood and Batman. Um, but Batman is kind of catchy. It's, it's, it's kind of catchy. It's kind of catchy. It sucks. It's cringe. <laughs> it's, it's very cringe. But it is But it is catchy. Um, I think Ladders of Supremacy fucking slaps. In Ladders of Supremacy, they bring back the um, Don't Know the Destitute riff. Yeah, at the opening. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I know that riff, is going on like, here. transposed it slightly. I, I wish Kobe would do that more. Just like do musical references in their songs. Um, they, have, they have quite the catalog at this point. They could do that. Yeah, they could bring back because remember in the other album where they just did some like lines from Welcome Home and it didn't work. That didn't work. This is that yes, way no. better because it's like yes. slightly different. It's a cool reprise in the middle of this like weird song. Uh, just sick, sick as hell. Yes. Uh, and obviously we've talked about Rise and Anasha. That's just a banger. Just a banger. Just a banger. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we make our uh, a separate episode for this album. I don't know if we. I mean, if we uh, get like it a depends. clear story thing. Yeah, it depends what the story thing is. Depends where we are and we finished it. How much yeah. longer? Can we only have like four more episodes till we get here? Yes, that's the thing. If there was like a year between now and then, probably do it. Which they make. You know what? With four there episodes, could be. There, there could be a year and a bit. Um, but we, I feel like we're doing a decent pace now. Yeah. Um, and. Then once we're caught up, then it'll just be like, you know, every time they release a new album, we show up. (laughs) Or if Uh, they release Jesse's Girl 3. (laughs) Jesse's Girl 3! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this album, significantly better than Jesse's Girl 2. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think Claudia was just bored. I really think he was. (laughs) 
just every once in a while he's like, I want to do an 80s thing. And you know what? I'm glad he gets that out of his system before he went back for this. This still has like the kind of bad production, but it does not uh pure 80s nostalgia in the way the last two albums were. Um which yeah. is thank God. Well, yeah, that's good because I have no nostalgia for the '80s. So <laughs> I hate the '80s. Not I only because I wasn't I'm alive. I'm sick of it. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't alive, but I have to keep re-experiencing them somehow. Yeah. Awful. Um, uh, you have anything else to say about uh, Vaxus Act Two: A Window of the Waking Mind? Uh, good, good album. The Liars good. Club is so divorced. It's so divorced. Uh, it's so powerfully divorced. It is. Uh, but, again, cannot stress enough how much it bangs. <laughs> it bangs. It really bangs. Um, <sighs> I'm going to... If if this if the Lions Club is, as it sounds like, actually about like an affair and just choosing to move past it, which is generally how... Uh, this is that's what the song reads like. God knows what it means in real life. I kind of have the story thing. Uh, but if it was, I would be kind of annoyed <laughs> if I was genre. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, whether or not there is any internal strife in the relationship, I feel like she has all the rights to be like everything. Every time you write songs, they're about what why you're pissed off with me <laughs> slash imagining my death. <laughs> What, what's what's Sometimes that about, at the same man? time. Please stop that. Please, could you stop? And he's like, "Okay, fine. I'll go. I'll go write some dad music. I'm going to write some dad music now. So, but I'm gonna keep the ones I already wrote. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just trash them. Uh, and he plays yeah. it for her, and she's like, "Yeah, it kind of goes. I guess it does. It does kind of go. Steering. What do you want me to love? It's so good. Anyway, it's yes, so good. That's, that's the new album. Um." Go check that out when it drops. You don't. It's, it's by the time this comes out, it's close enough that you don't need to go find it. Yeah, link. you don't need to go find it. You can just you can just get it. I I just, will be eventually it. purchasing the album because uh it would be rude of me not to. Yes. No. This is not a situation where I'm like stealing. A, I'm I'm getting the album right. Yes. Like that that's an album that I will be listening to. Uh, yes. It was really funny. The Reddit had to make like a separate thread to be like, okay, the leaks just like overtaken the whole subreddit because everyone's listened to the fucking album. Yes, everyone's listened to the fucking album. The other thing, everybody, uh, everybody who is on uh, Reddit subreddit, the fence, fucking cowards, cowards who don't understand good music when they hear it. What? There's a few people who like the album, but it seemed like there was a big backlash to it. I haven't actually kept in on the um on the pulse of what uh. Well, it, we what? were talking about it that one night. Yeah, uh, I haven't kept and people were pretty unhappy. But yeah, I haven't looked since then. But I'm gonna. I'm just. I feel. You know what? I feel brave and uh, strong calling these people cowards because they're not going to listen to this and they won't know that I said that about them. And frankly, if at they did, I don't think one I'd of care them anyway. Is, at least one of them is listening to this. Perhaps only one. <laughs> and you know what? They like the album, <laughs> so they're like, "That's so true, Molly." You know what? It, I'm, I will also bet that if someone is listening to this from the Coheed Reddit, they probably also like the album. In which yes. case, you're so true. It's so true. So true. So true. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, are the fence? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish they hated us more. Um, the, you wish you crave beef. I don't. I really crave want beef. The, I don't need haters. I'm hungry. Uh, should we talk about the album that we're actually here to talk yes, about? Yes, we could talk about the Afterman Descension. 
2013? 2013's Aftermath of the Ascension. February 2013. Um, Okay. Ascension was just like October 2012 or something like that, right? Yeah, uh, these are like a split double album. Uh, like they were not released at the same time, but they were recorded together and then released like six months apart. Yes. Um, After Man. Ascension. No, Dissension. Dissension. We're, we're on useless. the other one. <laughs> we're on the other one. Yes, February 2013. I was, I was correct. Because I, I remember listening to the After Man Ascension when I was living in Poole. Uh, when I was at Bournemouth University, and Poole at least is a real place name. What? Why would it not be a real place name? Uh, because you live in England. <laughs> okay. Um, well, and then I remember listening to Dissension when I was—I was obviously still living there. <laughs> it was only uh, you were all, it was three months later. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I was on the—I was on the train going to Newcastle to see my uh, see my sister uh, for her university thing, and I remember this like, mm, it's, all, yeah, it's all right. It's number city. It's all right." This number city uh, song, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, where do we want to? We don't really have like a structure now in this this post track by track world, but no, we've well, we to the have album. the we have the PDF to go through. Yeah, we've listened to the album. We've read this this uh, weird story. So the the story of the aftermath. Last we left Cyrus Amory. <laughs> That's right. He was he, he was in trouble. He was stuck in the keywork. He was stuck in the keywork. He was dealing with all that shit because uh, it exploded when um, that one guy who sucked, the evil one, Victor Butcher, that's the guy. Yeah. He Those memories ended up hurting him. Yes. Because uh, he was too fucked up. He was absolutely too twisted. <laughs> he was too twisted. And Vagrius showed up. And she's like, you know, I'm only I'm only one nice self-sacrificial woman. I can't hold off the the evil army. Um, so fortunately for uh, for Cyrus Amory, uh, he's gonna meet somebody new. But first, he's gonna be sad for a minute. Yeah, he's gonna be sad for a minute because he's in yeah. space. Because he's in space, he's been up here for 500 days. Uh, but Sentry, the Defiant, shows up uh, and saves him. Uh, this is the guy that uh, Vic killed. He's he's specifically the guy who he had like hung, uh, and you know, for th- it's a specific part of the Vic story. Um, but yeah, it's about he how doesn't, he's cool doesn't go and good. along with his orders. Yeah, because he's def- he's defiant. Because he's the defiant. He's defiant. Yeah. Um. So you know, eventually, uh, the Sentry helps him get away from the whole situation. Uh, and the All-Mother explains that he's been away for 557 days or some shit like that, uh, and wants to know if he still wants to go home. And he's like, and yeah, yeah, I fucking guess. You want, you want me to stay here? <laughs> he, yeah, so he goes home, uh, and then the rest of the, like, the, the middle of the album is all about the fact that he's gone home, um, after a year and a half, suspiciously similar to the length of time you might spend touring a hit album. 
Uh, <laughs> and Claudio looking at his calendar like, how many days was last? <laughs> on, a, on an international tour of a, of a hit album. <laughs> God. He, got, he got back home and it's all weird because uh, he <laughs> is like, everyone thought he was dead because he fucking exploded. Oh, yeah, because uh, his ship exploded in space. So they're like, well, I guess that motherfucker died. That's fine. Uh, so uh, everyone grieved him. Yeah. And then he shows back up. Uh, and now he, like, has to give uh, a press con. He's doing, like, press conferences and shit because he went to the key work and he survived and he made it back. Uh, and I think that's what the hard sell's about, right? That's just the whole story here for this one. And yeah, uh, Mary, his wife, is like, "Jesus Christ, I moved on." Uh, yes, because Mary is growing distant from him at this point. But uh, this 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 track and the story here is less about the Mary stuff, even though that's like the center of the album because it's sad That's wife what the on tour uh but this stuff has like a ludicrous plot detail in the middle of this which is that so he goes to the key work realizes it's people uh, <laughs> it's, it's soylent green it, it yeah it's the live stream yeah um and he goes there and he comes back and then the price show up and go no one's meant to know it's people you're not you supposed to know people. Jesus. Like, we already knew it was people you could have asked us they wouldn't tell you we're not you're not allowed to know it's people and they're like look we're not evil evil we're just maintaining order we're not like gonna kill you or anything just say just don't if so long as you agree with us take our side and don't tell anyone uh then It'll be fine. You know, don't tell everyone's people. That's not God's design. That's another story about another boy. That we're yeah, we're going to do that later. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. You're mostly just here about your dead wife. Oh, shit. She's Sorry. Still She's alive. not dead yet. She's oh, still geez. alive. God, I didn't mean oh, to tell you that. Ruined the story. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's all pointless now. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right. Pack it up. You can go ahead and tell everybody the Keyworks yeah, people. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Oh. I owe you one for that. <laughs> They say, say they say that, and then he like goes to this press conference, and as the press are like pushing him and like, what are what are your findings? He realizes that he can't tell. He realizes I must maintain the sanctity of this, and then just makes up some bullshit about like, oh, the chemical and mechanical oh, yes, makeup the of algorithms. the, the keywork, and the... so like he somehow makes this massive scientific discovery, but also doesn't tell anyone anything. A little vague on the details of how he navigates that. Cyrus uh, but, substitutes an algorithm combining physics, molecular molecular structure, and chemistry to scientifically explain away his findings about the energy of the keywork and its relationship to the colony. The research community is thrilled. <laughs> this is a theory they can finally wrap their heads around, one that follows his scientific method and can be replicated on their terms, which is, like, not how science works. <laughs> no, that means that you just told them what they already know, I'm pretty sure. Um. Well, like... <laughs> It's not unscientific for there to be ghosts if there are ghosts, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, if the ghosts are real, then that's science. If you can measure them empirically, then it's science. Whether this is a fantasy... Like, the idea that science would be the same in a fantasy universe where the keywork exists is, is nonsense. Yes. Science is different because the material world is different in the f fiction you've written. Instead, you've written a fiction where... All the scientists believe they're on human normal Earth that I'm on now, despite living in a weird web of 73 planets in an energy beam. <laughs> yeah. Please, 78 um, planets. 78, shit. I was, it was tough. 
All you ever have to do is remember they lost nine and there were 69 planets left. That's the nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the key. Nice, nice, nice. I always forget that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mary's like, Jesus, man. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, you know, I've moved on, Cyrus. And also, you were kind of a shitheel before you left. So, uh, I kind of just don't want to be with you. I kind of want to be with the cop. Uh, well. Anyway, I'm going to die now. And then they die. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, pregnant. <laughs> um, yes, she's, she's pregnant with Colton's kid. Who's the cop? Who? Yeah, Colton. Colton being the cop from before. Uh and <laughs> yeah, they got to work fast. You know what? You're right. Yes. <laughs> even if he died like a hundred days into his journey, that's like yeah, that's just over. A, that's just over a year from like first meeting in a bar to having kids. It's pretty quick. I mean, sometimes it quick. happens like that, but you know. Yeah, I guess it could have been an accident because just maybe they're just really stupid and don't know how to wear condoms. I don't fucking I don't know. know. Yeah, things happen. Um, things things happen. Uh, so he's he's going through all this and he's like, oh, my wife's moved on from me while I'm away. Oh, I'm so mad about it. Oh, I'm so. Oh no, she's dead because they they put they put these two songs in a different order where you have Number City, which is a song where there's a car crash and Saracen. Mario in the car crash and the uh, paramedics come and take them away. Uh, nothing else happens in the song. There is no plot to it. It's just because they thought it was a cool idea for a song of have like yep. a emergency paramedic song. Yes. Uh, and you know what? They're right. And they were, song, they were right. Number Bang City tune. fucking bangs. Everyone loves it. It's a fan favorite. Doesn't really move the story along, but that's fine. No, the story's kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. Uh, the other thing, uh, just something to note, they released... So Claudio, <laughs> so Claudio sometimes, so he releases Sentry the Defiant, right? Before, I think even before the first Aftermath, I think before Ascension, he puts up a video of him playing that song uh, on YouTube. And then the actual first uh, single for this album is The Hard Sell. And I'm sitting here like, uh, this sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is this your first single? I think the heart cell blows. I think it's fine. I don't understand what makes it necessarily. I'm not like, oh, I love the heart cell or anything, but I don't think it's like a super bad Coheed song. I just think it's really boring, especially after Ascension. Like, this is what you're bringing to the table after you release, like, Domino the Destitute and Vic the Butcher. We're doing the hard cell. I, I, it's too long. It doesn't need to be five minutes long. It is also too long. Oh. Um. But I, I think it's totally a fine song. I don't, like, skip it when I listen to the album or anything. Uh, I skip it. I don't care for it. Uh, absolutely acceptable mid-Coheed song. The Hard Sell. It is uh, mid. Yeah, after Number City, you get Gravity's Union, uh, which is also a goddamn banger of a tune. Goddamn uh, This banger. is about the car crash, and it reveals that, like, he crashes the car because she's like, I'm pregnant, and you're super cucked, by the way. Uh, super cucked! <laughs> you're, like, ultra cucked. Um, but by also, the like, cops! <laughs> you've been cucked <laughs> by the cops, but, like, you've also gotten out that I thought you were dead, so, you know, were you really super cucked? Who can say? And that's when he crashes the car. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and that's when he, uh, they, yeah, so they go to the hospital and it's Dr. Straight because that's who they need on this one. <laughs> they need <laughs> Rush to the hospital. The couple is attended to by Dr. Straight. Boy, let me tell you, they need to see Dr. Straight right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Dr. Straight can, uh, only Dr. Straight can figure out your problems. <laughs> Uh, Mary, of course, suffered a miscarriage on impact, and they try to save her, uh, and then she fucking dies. I might just write, Mary suffered a miscarriage, not Mary suffered a miscarriage on impact, which is I think that's needlessly pretty... brutal imagery for yeah, this, you like, don't have to summary. Do that. And also, we, I kind of understood why it happened, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I realized that it was a car crash. Yeah, it was a car but- crash. Just make it sound like she made like she she bounced weird. Like what she fucking... like went through the windshield. Right. Just a gross just a very gross phrasing that I don't yeah. don't love. Uh but yes, yeah, so like will will the will the doctors be able to save her? Spoilers, no. They don't. They don't save her. And As she is a woman in a Coheed and Cambria song, and she is fucking dead. She is so fucking dead. Um and as she's dying, uh she then just remembers how <laughs> Cyrus is the coolest, hottest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they put Away We Go, which is just like a very sentimental love song about falling in love. It's like about their early relationship. And he says in the other bit, this, this like description bit where it's like, here's what the song's really about. It's like about uh, my dates. Uh, dates with my... When I met my wife. He says this was before text messages and Skype, which it wasn't. Like, it, I know when they were dating. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe when he had access to it. It Who was knows? not before text messages. Well, it's probably not before text messages. I'll, I'll grant you that. They were dating in 2004. I will grant you that it is not before text messages. Because he's... In Keeping Secrets is about a different girl. Claudio Sanchez age. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway. yeah, he was born in 78. He should have had a damn phone. Uh, regardless, when I keep roasting him for this thing, that doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> as a song, it's like a totally fine uh, generic love song. Put in this context of, as my wife who cucks me dies, she dreams how perfect I am. Oh my god, that's peak uh, <laughs> this era of Kohe to me. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is very much. Uh, it's very much that. It's- what if what if your girl remembered how cool you were as she was dying and she was like, damn. It's literally Which like, I really well, would have gotten it one last time. <laughs> it's literally like, well, he may have had her body, but I have her eternal spirits. Like oh. Bro. 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 Bit weird. Bit weird. My my little Jersey girl. Yes, because you know, they're in Jersey and yeah, they're dating. They're in Jersey. Yes. Uh it's a bit weird because when I think of my little Jersey girl, I think of Ben Affleck's daughter in the movie Jersey Girl. Oh uh, no, not exactly. That's, that's not what I'm going for. No, I, 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 I'm not here to critique people's like pet names for their partners. Whatever, no. it's fine. Uh, that one does not really sound like you're talking to your wife. Sounds like you're talking to a five year old, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, Claudio. Doesn't matter. Whatever. This is not really. I have far more actual substantive critiques in the next song. This is just an awkward phrasing. So the <laughs> other, the reason this song is away we go is she's going into the key work because the, once again I cannot stress enough that the key work is people. So goodbye. Uh, yep. I'm going to the key work. She's Iron going to Fist. The <laughs> yeah. Now this is the moment been, like, you've been waiting for. 
we had to do for fucking years because Iron Fist as a song is crazy and I can't believe he wrote it. And okay. He so. had this song was written or had to have been written, I think, like five years before he actually put it on an album. Wait, really? I didn't know the history. Uh well if you you see there's an Iron Fist video from like twenty it, it was either twenty ten uh hang on. Let me see That's only two it. years before this album comes out. Like Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess uh, he uh in twenty eleven, yeah. So I guess it's only two years. Okay, so he I mean, but still, like, yeah, so he writes it in early in the process of making this album, I guess. Yes. Because the album's recorded from November of twenty eleven to June twenty twelve. Yeah, this, I mean, this version of it uh, is, like, he played Here We Are Juggernaut before that because they had just released that album. So I guess that's why it's weird to me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so, Iron Fist, let me read the little, uh, um... Yes, please, please read his blurb, the real-life uh, writing blurb. Communication is incredibly difficult for me sometimes. I get frustrated often, and then I can't communicate the reasons behind that frustration. It's a vicious cycle. That's why writing music is so important to me. It's one of the only ways I can feel like I can honestly communicate. When I was working on the song, I was away from home, thinking how much I wish I was there. That compounded with the emotional rollercoaster I'd been on with the tour cycle. Iron Fist is really an apology to my lady for letting my frustration get the best of me sometimes. Now, if I was writing a song about an apology for my lady uh, to letting my... um frustration get the best of me sometimes i would not and i can't stress this enough i would not make the chorus to that song the lyrics god damn this cursed iron fist when i lose control yep would not do that would not do that just no no can't do do not do Do not not I would like to believe that he is just an idiot uh, and wrote this, uh, not thinking about like the way it could be interpreted. But my God, there's only one way to interpret this whole thing. Yeah, and to be fair, like this, this is in line with some other. You know, we had the other song last time where he talked about like leaving a party. Um, yes, and, and you know, clearly, you know, exiting the situation instead of uh, you know getting like, in a fight. Also, I mean, just like the way that the way that Claudio writes about. Aggression, right? In, in which is a yes. constant theme in Coheed's, especially like this era, up to this era, like you know, kind of less mellowed out in the re- modern album. Yes, because uh, he's in his so. fucking forties. Uh, but this, the way they write about this aggression is like aggression is inherent, like this inherent masculine property that is like soothed by the presence of true love in the feminine form, which is the entire fucking thing with Coheed and Caranby is like cursed destiny, right? It's like, yes, Coheed is meant to, is this trigger for this apocalypse, but then the true love of, of uh, Cambria is able to like s- synthesize his mind and cool him enough to whatever and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, to th- limit the damage. This is just like a metaphorical way that Claudio talks about the relationship between men and women, which I, I find very frustrating. But I also want, like, as we say every time, I want to make clear, not an uncommon thing. This is not an uncommon view. Yes. This is not us saying Claudio is has anger issues or has, you know, done violence. With, with, this is a cultural perception of how violence works that is being 
uh, p- like you know perpetuated in the song not like a confession of actual violence that's not that's not what we're saying yes uh, right. doing media criticism <laughs> on a text yes um but you can't write this song <laughs> but you can't write this song because just remember pay no attention to this iron fist this iron fist just remember to pay no attention to this iron fist this iron fist and like i understand like it's a song the album's like about being away on tour this is a song of like my wife isn't here i can't control my emotions i would probably not use the the imagery of an iron fist as a metaphor for that personally right cuz this ju- this this just this just Comes off like a song about domestic violence. That's just what it sounds like. That's the only possible way to hear those words. Now, the other part is I actually really like the song. <laughs> I kind of don't like the song. So I like I like the song. Uh, I, again, I specifically like that acoustic version that they played at that one show like a couple of years before the album came out. Yeah, you linked it to me and I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah, it's Iron Fist. It's like I like it. One of the weaker songs on this album. I like it. And that's fine. Uh, yeah, not much else to say about it besides completely ridiculous thing to to write as this song. I understand what you're doing here, Claudio, but uh, may- you should have maybe given this one like two or three more drafts. Yeah, uh, I just I I think it is a misguided song because um, then we're about to have Dark Side of Me, which is also about these exact same things, but does not have the phrase. Uh, God damn this cursed iron fist when I lose control. So it's yes. significantly better. Uh, significantly. Uh, so yes, yes. So Dark Side of Me, uh, as we go, we're like you know, the actual. We've just talked about like the song and the because the song is so loaded, we have to talk about like direct imagery. But in the in the plot at this point, like Mary's dead. Uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, I've forgiven her for everything, but she's already gone. Which is ju- literally what happened in Year of the Black Rainbow. The same yes. thing. <laughs> I hate when I realized that my wife was always pure and good and was had no faults. Oh, I was God, wrong to judge she her. She was right. Fuck. I was wrong to ever judge her, but she is dead. She and is dead now, and I can't change that. I, I can't change that, so I guess I move on. But um, this time he says, well, what if I did? <laughs> what if I yeah, did so, change that? So Dark Side of Me... Uh, it's all about like him and the lab scientist stuff. It, re- it just goes back to the the Hohenberger shit. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, like Colton shows up and is like, "Hey, dipshit! You can't you can't kill your wife like that. That's not okay. That hurt me in the heart." Basically. Uh, yes, Colton shows up and is like. Basically says, if you loved her, you wouldn't have come back. You, it, yeah, it's basically, weird. it's it, it, you. I think the idea is like, uh, Colton is the person who says, you know, you kind of treated her like shit the whole time, uh, and now you're gonna have to live with that. And also, you got her killed because you wanted to fix it after leaving for like oh, nearly two years. So, kind of the dick thing to do. Uh, he says, you had a million chances to play the hero for her, but you made your choice in hers too. You left that woman in the dark and came act like you could just turn the light on, which doesn't, that, that is the yeah, exact phrasing. I don't know what's phrasing. going on with that sentence. And came act, I assume it's came back like you could just turn the light on? If oh, you probably. loved her, you would have stayed up there, Salyrus. You would have let her go. Which is, um, 
not true. He was in an explosion for like. Yeah, that one wasn't his fault that he got stuck. Because the, the the story isn't actually about what happens when you're so obsessed with art that you lose touch of your relationships, which is like the metaphor he's trying to do of like being on tour is also like being focused on art because when you are doing music and focusing on that, you're not like you know encouraging the actual relationships of the people in front of your face you're like pouring into creative projects yes. this is a classic thing that a lot of like metatextual stories by people who make things are about this is a- but that's not what happened he 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 blew up <laughs> yeah the ship blew up he couldn't come back so like it definitely mixes metaphors also because the word count of this is charitably four thousand words um d- these characters are not like sketched beyond these things and this is a very complicated situation of okay so colton blames cyrus but is not like he's not here to like super arrest him or anything no um but cyrus wishes he was because cyrus also feels guilty and like views colton as the manifestation of everything he's done wrong and not a full person and cyrus can only apologize and i'm like this is doing way too much with too little but it's not like I know, i've read year of the black grim it would be better if it was longer <laughs> no it would not be better if it was longer <laughs> um, it would be way worse if it was longer yeah Uh, so, in the end, uh, the, the last track is Choose My Favorite One, um, Cyrus decides, wait, wait a minute, I know where the afterlife is, I can just go there. Yes. I can, right, I can just go find her, uh, and I can just go let, you know, whatever's up there kill me, and I'll just, you know, do ghost stuff with her, that's fine. Uh, he just goes to the keywork. I, I, on an abstract level think this is the first time Coheed and Cambria have done a decent ending. I don't think the story is well written, but I finally... The idea of I can go to the afterlife rather than waffling about my dead wife is... A, I like yes. that as, as like an image. I think the story doesn't really get there. Uh, no. And all, all the metaphors hold down because like it's no longer going on tour which is fine. It's not... It doesn't have to be like allegories don't hold one-to-one the whole time and they, and they can shift within a story but i do like what is i don't really understand what necessarily uh is meant to cohere as the meaning to this but i do vaguely think oh when my wife dies i will go to eternity to be with her as like your romantic gesture to the ending of your story that's like fine i, that, I like that yeah, imagery it well done pleasant clap for you for did Claudia. it yeah this is much better than my wife died, and I'm gonna go get myself. Do a Jason killed. Bourne assassination. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> significant step up from my wife is dead. I'm going to do a failed Jason Bourne assassination. Yeah, I'm gonna get my ass whooped. Uh, so when I got to this last page, I was like, you know what? That's a fine ending. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, the Afterman Dissension is a great album. Oh, uh, this is a great fucking album. I actually, and I, I like Who's My Favorite One a lot. Uh, I, I think we did this last time where uh, Subtraction, kind of a nothing song, uh, but I actually like it a lot. And Who's My Favorite One is not like at the same level of that. It's, it's, it's very much a full song, but I think it's sweet. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this song's totally fine. Like it's a little, little corny, little bit corny. A little bit corny, uh, but that's okay. But it's got a good when, you're, good, good when riff. your wife backs you up on the track, you could be corny. It's okay. Uh, yes, because now that the, like 
<laughs> they're together. It's all fine. He's co- I, every t- every time there's like a corny one of these love songs, right? I just cannot help think about the first time that this woman was a subject, a muse of Claudio's work. <laughs> she was murdered. She was murdered. murdered. He murdered her in the first song. That's the. <laughs> And then he spent an album continuing to murder her. And do it again. (laughs) So crazy. Gotta do it again. I would absolutely bring that up every time like he wasn't doing chores. Oh, oh, sorry. What? Oh, you mad about this? Are you you mad about this? Oh, remember when you wrote the album where you killed me? Yeah, that's right. Do the fucking dishes. Do the fucking dishes, Claudio. (laughs) Why don't you go write a song about breaking a plate on my head, dick? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, God. He's like, no, yeah. baby, I wouldn't do that. I'm a dad now. <laughs> I'm a dad now. Bang <laughs> album. Could be divorced instead. Uh, I think the best song is. Um, I mean, the best song's easy. It's Gravity's Union. It's Gravity's Union. It's fucking Gravity's Union. It's got one of the best drops in all of Coheed. Extremely. Everything evil level drop. They haven't done yeah. this in years. It's it's unbeatable. Cash locked in perpetual motion. <laughs> so good it's so fucking good number city into gravity's union is arguably like one of their best one two punches ever uh i mean yeah yeah it's pretty good um i still don't know if i prefer this or ascension i was going back with you before like i feel like the the best version of this album takes tracks from both um yeah and and calls it down because i think they both have like some real bangers and a couple like mid moments you cut like, mothers not... of men <laughs> you can cut mothers of men you could you cut, cut hollywood you can cut hollywood you can easily cut hollywood yeah uh, you can't cut you know... evagria because it's part of the story but you know you keep subtraction you cut pre-lethal uh and then you just like kind of uh i would cut the hard sell i don't know if you would I'd probably uh, cut the hard sell. I mean, like, in, in this version where I'm, like, getting it down to a single yeah. album, then, then I'd probably cut the hard sell. Yeah. I think I made... Did I, make, did I save this list? And then I, I cut Away We Go, probably. Yeah. I didn't save this. We I, got yeah, it. I made it this was understandable. Point, but I didn't save it. Yeah, because Tease My Favorite One's the same song, but better. <laughs> yeah, it's the same song, but better. <laughs> it's the same song, but better. Um, which happens sometimes when you make a double album. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, Or this when is, you make uh, Vaxxas 2. <laughs> Oh, when you make Vaxxas until Vaxxas two, this was their last like good album. And I guess they've only made two albums between those two, uh, but yeah, I guess it's kind of weird to think about. Yeah, we only have three other Coheed albums left, and we talked about one of them today. And this is like a decade old, so like they've only done three albums in the last decade. And I understand like the gap between Vaxxas one and two was four years, which is a pretty long gap. Which is album. really long, uh, and I think that's probably mostly because of COVID. Yeah, I mean they were until but before that they were on three years between everything almost all yeah. the time uh well okay so they one year gap between um second stage and in keeping secrets the two-year gap there uh then a two-year gap then a three-year gap two-year gap three-year three-year four-year so yeah tim really spreading further but COVID, uh, but um you know uh COVID, covid did happen <laughs> covid and true. uh so we'll see COVID how that changes for the future. Cambria. COVID and Cambria. That's what they called the cruise. That's what they called the cruise. <laughs> they should let me go on the cruise. They should listen. Claudio, I kn- again, I know you're listening. Please invite us on the cruise next time. Yeah, we'll hang out. We'll do a live podcast. We'll, hang out. we'll do a live podcast. We'll watch a Mets game from the cruise. 
It'll be great. That'll be a great time. Yeah. So glad Kohi to good again for the first time in many years. But yes, for the for the first time in nearly ten years, the uh, album I- is good. The album is just fucking good. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Molly, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with Y-E-R. You can find me on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, you can find me uh, on Eidolon and Totally Reprise. And also, Journal Updated on the Abnormal Mapping Network. Uh, when you hear this episode, we'll be talking about The Force Unleashed 1 and 2 this month. Uh, that's so Star true. Wars. I guess I'm going to be on that. You are. I didn't know if you wanted to say that or not, though. Uh, I was all. I, Nora said it publicly, and I was like, oh, "I guess. I guess we're saying it." I guess you're on it now. <laughs> I guess I'm on it now. I still had the like cover of not having to do that necessarily, but now I'm on the hook. Yeah, to play now you have to. The Force Unleashed one and two. Should have uh, said it. Shouldn't have said it. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll have a good time. Uh, yeah. That first game is it's all right. It's kind of bad. That's that's so true. <laughs> that's what a vote of confidence. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say right now because I have not started on either Force Unleashed game because they're both like four hours long. Uh, that's that's so true. Uh, you can find me at off on Twitter.com. Uh, you find the podcast I do at abnormalmapping.com, mostly with M. And you can support us at Patreon.com slash abnormalmapping where you can get the Great Gundam Project for only $1 a month and then other podcasts for more. They're all good. We're doing Soul for Blockbusters this month, the Pixar movie that I'm sure oh, sucks. Right. Um, so that'll be fun. I, uh, I forgot that you hadn't put out a new episode since then. Uh, yeah, I, we got a. I've got like a retro spring question, being like, "Where the fuck's blockbusters?" <laughs> so, which is where the fuck um, is blockbusters? I'm always asking this. Which is fair. I guess that's a sign that um, people, you know, like the the podcast. Yes, because it's it's your again, it's your best podcast. People like when we watch terrible. Well, you know what? They've not been that terrible, but um, no, I, this they're one just, they're just big movie. This one's gonna be bad. Streaming <laughs> right. only. Yeah, streaming only. Never came out in theaters. Disney Plus is soul. Uh, goodbye, everyone. That's the end. Podcast That's is it. over. Bye. We'll see you in a few months. Bye-bye.
We. Oui.